Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here. I'm back with Professor Dreg. And uh, today I thought, thought we'd talk a little bit more about taxes, about Elizabeth Warren, yeah. specifically her presidency. And um, simply because I believe she's the forerunner. I was actually driving the Trader Joe's last night, and I saw Elizabeth Warren stickers, like, plastered over some random people's cars. So I didn't know that where I was was actually going to be a little bit more Democrat heavy, but Arizona's turning that way, and she's one of the more wow. prominent candidates. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about some of her tax reform. Her plan to tax wealth, right, essentially being one of the big things that would reshape the U.S. economy. and really what the goal is here, whoever you look at, is that they're looking to redistribute wealth. That's one of the big things. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about how we make money, right? Why we should break up monopolies, because I know we talked about that a long time ago. And what that means for people like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Because to some degree, yes, I can see where they're coming from, but their method of going about doing it is not always the right way of doing it. So what are your thoughts on that? Ah, well, there's a lot to... It's a transfer uh, of wealth. So to, to, for our listeners, what we're talking about here is a wealth transfer, like yeah. free college, universal health care. Well, see, th- there's a lot. I mean, you could break it down into like, okay, so her tax system. Her tax system is basically... Essentially, it would take like the top 100 U.S. Americans... Uh, the top, the richest 100 Americans, you know, Jeff Bezos, Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Larry Ellison, um, basically everybody in tech minus Warren Buffett. He's not, he's not in tech, but it would affect him too. Uh, maybe the Walton family mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, the guys from Walmart. Uh, it would, depending on who, how much money they had, like Jeff Bezos would lose Oh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos would lose about 70% of their wealth. Right. They will still be billionaires, but 70% of their wealth would be taken by the government for the government for the discretion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and done what with, though? Just for universal well, health care? That's the whole point. So uh, let's break down what these taxes would do. First, it will take away that type of wealth. So Larry Ellison, he's worth about 50. Yeah, that's the guy who started Oracle, right? Yeah. So And and, uh, his daughter owns... uh, And this is very interesting. Um, Larry Ellison's kid owns a movie studio. And it's one of the biggest movie studios now. And it's called Anna Peruna. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, Anna, Anna Peruna Films. Yeah. Oh, Anna Perna. Anna Perna films. That would be uh 
or something like that. It, it's uh, I don't even know what Annapurna stands for, but either way, <laughs> that's what it stands for. So remember what Larry Ellison's because uh, that's real important because we're gonna talk about you know what happens to these people's monies later, but that's what happens. And when you listen to you know people. They're all for it because why? In theory, Larry Ellison has 50 some odd billion dollars. That's what he's worth. Sure. Not in cash, but mostly in Oracle uh, stocks and uh, stocks. But anyway, so he would, his 55 million would turn to like 20 billion. 55 billion would be 20 billion under both uh, Warren and Sanders. Right. So the thing is like this, everybody, including Republicans, they're down for that. What? So can you, sorry. You they really are. No one's ever saying something like, hey, this is wrong. Well, I said nobody's attacking these plans because everybody thinks it's correct that, you know, rich people should pay taxes. And if they paid their taxes, then this is what their true worth would be. But people honestly believe that Mark Zuckerberg and Larry uh, Ellison and people like that don't pay their taxes. And so do they? Of course they do. Right. They, they, they pay billions of dollars every year in taxes. They do in, in the form of operational taxes, in the form of property taxes. They pay their taxes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and that's why, you know, um, this is really bad. Like these tax plans, and for the fact that no Republican is saying this is wrong, I mean, Trump didn't say, hey, look, these guys are crazy. But then again, you know, he's not campaigning against anybody yet. So, you know, maybe he will, maybe he won't. We don't know. But for the fact, like, you know, I'm going to go after Ted Cruz and all these people like that, not any of them ever said, hey, look, um, these guys should pay more in taxes. Nobody ever said that that statement is incorrect. Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever saying what we just said or what I just said, you know, on, on, on your show. And, you know, this is this type of tax plan. <laughs> and I'm going to get into some psychology. What makes a person like Elizabeth Warren or, Bernie Sanders, what makes these people think that these people need to pay more taxes? Well, because the, the, their solution, right, of wealth redistribution is based off of the idea that rich people don't pay their taxes, which means they basically take from people because they're not paying taxes, right? Mm -hmm. And taking their net worth of, you know, the richest Americans and erode their fortunes so that they can create solutions of inequality amongst people. But here's the thing. Here's my theory, which I think you'll yes. appreciate. Wealth inequality, as we know it, was created by Democrats in the beginning. So it's a way of continuing to do that. I'll give you an example. Right. When the minimum wage laws were instituted... What that meant was it 
it meant that you you were basically price fixing people's wages, right? Just another way of government coming into the economic system, the labor force, and determining people's wages. In a strange way, this is like how I see it happening in that some people who have found ways of creating wealth by giving value to others are finding are are they're trying to level the playing field but not making it not make it fair. I, I mean what I'm trying to say is all of this major income inequality as we know it, right? Besides the obvious of some people just work harder, some people get better jobs, some people more educated, that kind of thing. The ceiling that it's created for people who are minorities or whatnot, that may it may be more difficult if you grow up in a bad area. Those are all Democrat policies. And this is a way of covering it all up is what I'm saying. It's shifting the blame from not your own party doing this over the course of the last 50 to 60 years, but the rich people are the reason why everybody's poor. <laughs> yeah, but and that's because, you know, it's funny. I laugh because... It, like if, if Bill Gates is rich, it's because he stole from you, not because he invented yeah. Microsoft and, and, and solved the problem for a billion people. But see, but that's why it's funny, because this is a funny, funny scam. And this yeah. is why it really helps be from the streets, because, you know, obviously, when you read the Bible, people don't read the Bible as a story of the streets. They just don't see it that way. People don't see it that way. So, OK, fine. But just from modern street smart you should be able to see this a mile away it's a scam so the first fallacy because what you said was i, I agree with everything you said 95 percent. and here's here's where like you know i would say hey think about this wealth distribution mm -hmm. is a terminology that is similar to the terminology like abortion right judeo christianity or Judeo-Christian, whatever. It's not real. There is no such thing as Judeo-Christian value. It's a made-up term. Abortion, made-up term. To Why? To hide the fact of what you're really trying to do. You know, what they made up abortion. Why? So they don't say, hey, we're killing babies. What's better? Abortion, which, you know, is a term, you know, abortion means, like, it's a form of saying stopping something. Sure. That's what abortion means. Like abort the mission, abort the mission, you know, and whatever. Yeah. And then same thing with Judeo-Christian. What does that even mean? There is no real meaning behind it other than saying false Christianity. Instead of saying, yeah, you know, we have fake Christians, they say Judeo-Christian to make it sound as if it's real Christianity. So it's the same thing with wealth distribution. It's, it's like, a made-up term with no meaning. saying stealing from the rich. Well, but the thing is like this. Is it really stealing if it's legal? And that's the point. If it's uh, legal, it's not stealing. And that's the problem with this. We have accepted terms that literally mean nothing. Oh, we got to redistribute the wealth. So Why? What is, the, what is the point of ownership anymore? You want yeah, to take my land? You want to take my land instead? You want to take my cars? Like yeah. my wealth? Like I bought this and it appreciated it. <laughs> now you want a cut of it, even though I sat on it for 30 years. And see, that's like, okay, so here's the Let's just say, and, and this is why you can't explain finance to progressives because they don't like, like 
like debt is all also part of death culture. Debt is part of that, which is yeah. why when you try to explain to some of these people how taxes work and you know how student loan forgiveness and all that is a sham, they don't understand that they don't understand that it's 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 I mean, what am I trying to say here? What like for example, if somebody had ten dollars that they saved up, right? And they sat on it for 30 years and they kept adding to it and they became, you know, a millionaire in 30 years. It almost sounds like because you were just smarter with your decision making that you're going to be penalized for knowing how to handle money properly. And our government is not very good at handling money properly, as we can see throughout history with the Federal Reserve, right, with cronyism and all of that. And this is just another way of being able to extract money from people to not just pay themselves, but to fund programs that are going to be in their favor. I mean, I don't, it, it doesn't help people. You, you know why I say this? Because the question shouldn't be shifted from why do rich people have so much, or, or I'm poor because a lot of people out there are rich and they take from the poor. It's changing the question from what did these people do to get rich? And that's what they don't teach you in school. That's why when you go to school and you go to college, you don't learn things like how to make money. You don't learn things like personal finance or whatnot. Because if you really knew this, which a lot of people don't, which is why most Americans don't even have like $1,000 to their name, then that's the truth. That's why you've got a lot of dumb people who instantly when they hear wealth redistribution, it sounds like a good idea. They hear a thousand dollars a month from Andrew Yang. It perks their interest, right? No, exactly. And here's the problem with all of this. By the way, somebody made a response to my Andrew Yang video talking about how ill-informed I was because Andrew Yang is gaining prominence. He's pulling high. So my old video about criticizing Andrew Yang is ranking and um, yeah, people think I'm dumb. People think that UBI is, is the solution. Because yeah, of- but, but, but it's not. And, uh, and, and yeah, all of that is, is so fake. But see now, to understand honestly what you are saying, people really have to start breaking down the psychology that is being used. See, because you brought up the, the you know, the minimum wage laws. Yeah. So the minimum wage laws, what was the psychology behind all of this? And, and it's the same psychology, like because this started in 1913. Uh, we mentioned this before. So if you've been listening, you know, since day one or podcast one, you, you've heard us and we're repeating this. But for the new listeners or people who just heard it for the first time, the psychology behind minimum wage was to, quote unquote, redistribute wealth. Exactly. See, you basically explained it better than I could. Well, we'll see, but this, but it's understanding the psychology behind it. See, yeah. the psychology behind progressive ideology will always be racism. Well, not just racism, but it's straight up Satanism. They worship the devil. I am positive of this. <laughs> because why do I say this? Because it is how you destroy Christianity. This is a Christian country. People forget that. People forget that this is a Christian country. So the wealth Mm -hmm. was made, you know, on shaky grounds. It really was. 
And uh, but when it embraced Christianity, all sides, white, black, you know, when they really truly embraced Christianity, guess what? The war ended, slavery was ended, everything was good. Everything. Mm-hmm. Right. But what happened? Well, the people who are just still angry, still bitter, whatever, they made up a lot of policies. And through policies, they were able to change the minds of millions of people, including, you know, Christians. Mm-hmm. Inclu- that's including the black Christians, the white Christians, because they started thinking about fairness differently. Right. See, this world has never been fair. It's not supposed to be fair. It's just not. We are not designed. This planet isn't designed for fairness. It's just not. It's a fallacy. It's, uh, you know, because I, I really don't know enough to make this a really solid point. Yeah. But the devil wants everything fair. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about Satan, but in something, he wants fairness. He wants everything equal. He wanted this. He wanted that. He wanted to rule because he thought he was this or that. I don't know, but that thought Mm -hmm. is just pure evil because how can things be fair when everything is different? Or how could everything be equal when everything is different? We were made different. I'm different from you. I'm, you know, bees are different from us. You know, a bee and a tree aren't the same. They're, They're different. So nothing can ever be quote unquote, you know, equal. And, and, you know, people confuse fairness with equality. That's what I've been saying the past few weeks. Yeah, no, but see, but that's the thing. You have a strong grasp or not a strong grasp, but maybe like it's in some kind something inside of you that helps you stay away from like evil crap. I just know how to think. (laughs) I'm just like, because here's the thing. How I don't know how people can't put A and B together. Some people were made to be Michael Jordan. LeBron James will do something that I will never be able to do with a basketball purely because of his God-given genetics. In the same way, if we are built that way, if some people are taller than others, some people are stronger than others, some people are smarter than others, right there, based off of how we come out of the womb, you know you know the progression of that person's life is not going to be equal to anybody else's. In fact, it's going to be unique. That's the whole point of individuality, right? Which is what we're encouraged and not collectivism. So therefore, if everybody is different, it does not mean, and I really mean this, it does not mean some people are more inferior to others or others are better than others. It just means we're all different. Okay, so- Now here's the thing. Now that we know that, how can you make things equal? You can't. You can only make things fair. Okay, no, hold on. Wait a minute. How would you apply the tax system based on what you said? See, that's the problem. A lot of people don't know how to apply taxes based on what you just said, because what you said is correct. So what is the correct, you know, or the correlate, uh, the correlating tax system to go with your, what you just said? Mm, I have a, I think I have an idea here. You, it's biblical. Everybody pays the same. Everybody pays 10%. They tie. Exactly. 
you tithe whatever it is that you tithe. Who said? I forgot who said it, but that black dude said it. I forgot which one, but I don't know if it was. Well, ben it's a Christian Kaiser. principle. It's a it's a Christian principle because here's the thing: ten percent of what you are—that's what it, we're called to do as tithing, right? But even if it's a tax system built on that, where say, because here's the thing, and and this is this is so true. Oh, you froze. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You froze for a second, but here's the deal. If everybody gets taxed a flat 10% of their earnings or their worth, right? It's fair, but it's not equal. But here's the thing. If you make more money by percentage, you're going to be paying more and that's okay. Yeah. Because if you say you make $10,000 a year, then your taxable obligation is $1,000. You make $100,000 a year, you get taxed $10,000 because it's 10%. And I'm betting you, that most people would be fine with that. I'm willing to bet that that, and, and that here it's flipped because it's not equal, but it's fair. It's fair if you make more. You, that's why it's not about a set fixed amount. It's about ratios. And that's another thing that people don't understand. They don't understand ratios. Exactly. <laughs> they, they don't understand that because the same way ratios work is the same way interest works. The same way ratios work is why some people qualify for more credit than others. See, once people understand this in their heads, debt to income ratio, taxable income, that's fair, right? For everybody, it's not equal. Heck, I mean, if I'm making more money than you and you look at a person next to you and makes less than you, buddy, I pay more than you do, but I'm not complaining because I make more than you do. And that's how we need to be... <laughs> That's how, it's no, that that's simple. How it be. I forgot who said that. Um, I think it was Ben Carson who said that about, you know, everybody should just pay a flat tax or whatever. And uh, I forgot the other dude. Um, he ran for president. Um, the rocket scientist dude. I forgot, but he, he sounds ignorant, but he's pretty smart. Um, dude from Atlanta. But anyway, um, doesn't matter. But, but now... That is a hardcore biblical principle that somehow, some way, everybody forgot about in 1913. It's just like everybody forgot, didn't matter. You know what I mean? Did not matter to anybody. But prior to that, everybody was tithing. Well, I don't know if it's, you know, if you really call it tithing or just taxation, but everybody was taxed the same way. Everybody. Right. It was just one system. Here you go, you pay you know, 15% of your wages and that's what you're going to have to do. Mm -hmm. And they collected it. No problem. Everybody thrived more blacks than whites, but still the rich had their money. The poor were poor. They got their help from the local churches. That's how it used to be in the 1800s. <laughs> but now we live in this godless uh, system where everybody's like, yay, Let's go ahead and, and, and tax the rich because we're going to get all of these billions. And then it goes to the second part of this, you know, of this mm -hmm. podcast, which is the second part of their tax plan. What did they do with all of those billions? Where does it go? Does it go to a person like Rita Crunwell? <laughs> no, sir. I don't know if you remember, but... Rita Cronwell is that lady who stole $53 million <laughs> from, the, from the city of Dixon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, how does that even happen? Well, you know how like, uh, you know, like the freeways, like um, 
like uh, in California, we have, uh, you know, Highway 101. You know the 101, right? Right, of course. So the 101 goes through, you know, San Diego all the way up to Washington, uh, you know, the state of Washington. Like you could literally take, you could drive from Mexico on their version of the 101, go all the way up to 101 and go to Canada, right? Yeah, of so course. A city like Dixon, which is in Illinois, like let's say uh, a small city like Gilroy, the 101 goes through Gilroy. So Gilroy has to pay for the upkeep of the 101. So, you know, the state will, will give them a bill, the feds will give them a bill for how much it would cost. And then, you know, the some you know the controller they call them comptroller comptroller yeah yeah so talking the, to somebody about this that's why when i heard i was like i knew where this was going <laughs> yeah but it's true so the comptroller you know writes out a you know because she controls the money or he but in you know but in rita's case it was a she she controlled the money of dixon so she would write out a check and uh you know anyway so you know because the feds also put up money they don't need money from a city like Gilroy or mm -hmm. Dixon. So what this lady did, she opened up a, a city of Dixon bank account. And she was the only, she would transfer the money from real city of Dixon banks account, put it in a fake city of Dixon bank account. <laughs> and she would buy shit with that money. Nobody right. ever questioned it. Why? Because she was a controller. And that's the problem. You know, we have too many government officials who have total access with no oversight on spending tax dollars. It's in every department in every government entity in this country, whether it's a state hospital or, you know, a school district in mm -hmm. like a city in Dixon. We have too much money and no oversight over this money. So and what? What what's the rationale between people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren? Are they here to, I guess, teach people? I mean, or not not teach, but are they here to, I guess, give the wealth to everybody else because they want more equality with with class systems? Or no, what? think about this. So if there is no oversight of the money and how the people are spending the money, who become the richest people in this country? Who are the best employed? Who are the best paid? Who has the best benefits? It's the government, government employees. Government employees. But not all government employees. It's the government employees who are going to have access to the money and distribute the money how they see fit. Right. And, you're, and that's where you see a lot of corruption. You see a lot of corruption in social services. You see a lot of corruption in county, state hospitals. You see a lot of corruptions and you know in the military you know like uh especially in the military i don't know if um you probably don't well you probably weren't even born but because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, i'm trying to think when did this go down it was it 20 or 30 years ago uh but they did a you know they did a an audit on the navy mm-hmm they found out they were spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars on a hammer that was only worth two bucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. they were they were doing this. A, a, you know, a toilet seat, a regular standard toilet seat that would should cost like a buck, a buck fifty. They were being charged a hundred grand 
for a toilet, not a toilet, a toilet seat. You know, the mm-hmm. thing that you flip the lid and it's not even the toilet bowl, a hundred thousand dollar toilet seat. And that's what was going on in the military. You know what I mean? So who got that $98,000 profit on that toilet seat? And that's the problem. So there is redistribu- uh, redistribution of wealth, but it's only for government employees. And if you're not connected with those employees, well, then you're going to be poor forever. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it doesn't matter how much money you make, you're going to be taxed so heavily that you're going to have to work three times as hard to get that Jeff Bezos money. Because right. think of, if Jeff Bezos' $97 mil- billion went to like, thir- now he's only worth $33 billion, mm-hmm. you know, that's still a lot of money. But... You know, who's going to benefit from the other $66 billion that was taken from his taxes? Who? Where does it go? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. How much does their mayor make in your city? I don't know. I forgot. I'm not sure. I think like 80 grand a year. And think about that. That's a lot of money. So 80 grand on top of all expenses being paid. Correct. Doesn't your mayor get to travel for free if it's on official business? Of course. That's how it works. You get benefits. That's why people. And and that's the thing you have to look at. How much money does the mayor of your city honestly make? See, because you know how they caught that lady from stealing uh, $53 million. She stole it. Uh, She stole it from 1990 all the way to 2012. (laughs) <laughs> she stole 53 million dollars right in that much time how i know the council goes wow but it's the truth how but that's your mayor is probably doing the same thing what rita crunwell did right what rita crunwell did was she was pretending not to be doing government business but she was pretending to be some great equestrian person and she said i made my money through you know, being a great mm-hmm. person, like her RV was $4 million. I got a kick-ass RV, but it ain't no $4 million RV. You know what I mean? <laughs> like her yeah. RV was awesome. But, right. you know, but the thing is, does your mayor in your city who makes 80 grand a year, this is why I'm picking on your, that mayor. Why? Because does she drive a BMW or Mercedes or live in a house that doesn't justify $80,000 in salary. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You want to make 80K a year in your spot of town. How much is it, you know, comparable to what you would make in San Francisco? So 80,000 in San Francisco makes you poor. Right. Thousand in where you're at. I don't know how, how much that would be like 150 in San Francisco money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, and that's the thing. What happens to this redistribution of wealth? If we have to honestly think about that. Nobody ever thinks about that. Nobody ever questions a person who works for the government, whether elected or unelected. Nobody ever questions yeah. their type of money. <laughs> right. They don't. They know their salary, like uh, what's her face? Nancy Pelosi, Barbara Boxer, Diane Feinstein. They only make 200 grand a year from the government being politicians. Mm-hmm. 
how come their net worth from 200,000 in salary full time like 100 million insider trading yeah, yeah we Seriously. talked about this how can they be worth so much and that's why when people you know and i break it down to psychology what is their psychology behind all of this you know for me psychology now is just nothing more than devil work why because you know i don't know if i sent you anything uh oh yeah i did on the jesse smollett thing right <laughs> you know? i saw that yeah but but basically psychology comes from the bible whether it's you know coveting thy neighbor's goods or whatever it's all biblical so psychology is just a perverted version of the bible which i'm just going to call it demonic for now on because that's what it is mm -hmm. so the demonic mindset of these evil ass people like a politician who's using words like wealth distribution to cover up that they're just stealing from somebody so they can make money off of stolen goods without calling it theft why because they're changing the language of theft so is taxation theft no but is redistribution of wealth theft and yes. the answer is yes 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 <laughs> because it is and because most people in this country forgot about real christianity they allow it to happen they actually vote gave, for it. gave up their their rights it's it's what's always happened and but they willingly give up their rights that's what makes it even <laughs> like even more specially mm, diabolical that's a good word i don't want to keep saying demonic but it's diabolical to get the people mm -hmm. to inject themselves with poison that's what wealth redistribution is it's getting the people to agree to kill themselves it happened in jim jones that was a quote-unquote christian cult and the dude convinced everybody to drink all that kool-aid and they killed themselves well first they killed all their children and then they killed themselves with cyanide tablets right but they put uh cyanide in the kool-aid and made the kids drink it and then all those kids died and then they killed themselves at you know jim jones the jim jones temple you look you look that up but that's the same psychology everything is a perversion of christianity everything this society that we see so much technological growth and all of this stuff is because of what we learned from christianity without a doubt nobody should ever doubt that why because our science comes from that mm -hmm. Our medicine comes from this. It's it's not like oh hey this and that. It's it's a fact. It's a medical fact. You know why is sodomy bad? Well, it's a medical fact. You know we don't need to get into it because this is about taxation. But the psychology behind mm -hmm. Elizabeth Warren's and Bernie Sanders' taxation problem is just a bio, a, a, a diabolical plan to capitalize on the psychology which is like because you know look at us you know uh, um i forgot who said this but i think his name was um oh my god what's his name some big ass black dude um oh jericho green yeah I, I remember watching that guy yeah, yeah. So Jericho Green said this. 
uh, pretty funnily. Uh, not, but you know, he said this, and 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 when we said this before too. But I, I like how Jericho Green said it too. Uh, so it was not just us. But the gentleman, you know, if Jericho Green's a Christian or not a Christian, but even a guy like that sees it. Mm-hmm. Asian people, and I said this before, I think they're our last hope <laughs> because it's the Asian people who are doing, you know, or living through Christian principles right. better than anybody else on this, you know, in this country. Mm-hmm. And, and this country, you know, the world will go as far as this country goes because it's the first and only Christian country. And, oh, it's, but it's only the Asians that are doing this. If you look at it, Look at the, uh, um, you know, white people. They're, you know, children out of wedlock is like at 30%. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Mexicans, Latino people, they're at 50% and blacks are at 74. 70-something, 70, 80%. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. But if you rank it at who's the richest and who's the poorest, is blacks, Mexicans, whites, and then Asians are at the top. Right. And why? Because they're the only ones who understand and recognize Christian principles better than anybody else. Which is as simple as don't have kids out of wedlock. It's such a yeah. big thing. Yeah. I know yeah. I've talked about it, talked about it in my original. What else video. do Asian people don't do beyond the, the children thingy? They don't. Uh... They don't steal. <laughs> they don't. They don't steal as much as white people do. Like you never would see an Asian person who works for the government doing what that 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 broad did. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's a white girl. She, you know <laughs> what a black person do? Yeah, but it was a complicated scheme. So you know, it's too much trouble for a black dude to do. But come on, she kept up that ruse for over twenty years. Right. And she's look, Asians. You know, are they are Asian people? susceptible to doing things well of course look at china they're a communist country they've been stealing shit forever but uh, we're talking about christian asians here Mm. in the states we're not talking about crazy people in korea or, or you know but think about this asians also don't fall for that and a lot of people will disagree. It's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? But but look, how many Asians go with plastic surgery who are Christian? Not many, mm-hmm. if any. They don't care. You know what I mean? They they just, they accept who they are. Sure. You know, they're not going to be walking around all crazy. And they're the last group of people that every ill in our society whether it's plastic surgery or celebrating, trying to be all Hollywood. And think about it. How come there's not a lot of Asian celebrities or whatever? Because most don't chase that kind of silliness. Because they (laughs) recognize that it's pretty silly. But then you do have a, oh, we need more, more. Because they're idiots. They don't believe in God. They believe in whatever those black people believe in. Trying to, you know, be all hip-hop-ish and, I'm a you know because look what do black we also and and this is part of the humility of it because not having anything to prove and not getting in people's face and not starting fights is also a big thing <laughs> yeah, but it's the truth i still have that struggle with that but think about it it's funny what do blind people like it's like the opposite of what asian people like you know what I mean? It's like blacks want to be famous. They want to be celebrities. They want to do all these great things. 
you know, that are just, they don't want to work. <laughs> yeah. They don't, but they want to be celebrated for stupidity. <laughs> Think about it. Every, every black kid in the hood, they all want to be LeBron James or Kobe Bryant or, or some famous rapper, you know, because you know, what's funny. Like if you break down Jesse Smollett, yeah, it really is. I, that's why I sent you that. It's actually pretty good. And because uh, I, I hate most psychologists, but they broke it down pretty good, these dudes. And, and look, he was jealous of Danny Glover. Because I ain't even never heard of Danny Glover. Danny Glover <laughs> but I, when I watched the video. Childish Gambino. I get it. That makes yeah, sense. I, I don't even know what that is. But He's there was a video. Han Solo in the new Star Wars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, not Han Solo. He's uh, he's uh, Lando Calrissian. Calrissian, yeah, that's right. Not like Han Solo. Han Solo's yeah, a that's how I know him. But I didn't know he was a rapper. So he has this song called American Something. Yeah, uh, I'm not too familiar with his music, to be honest. No, but it's actually pretty good. Like, he's, uh, he's all dancing, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, being all good-looking and cute. Yeah. And in the background, it's all kinds of like black on black violence and people shooting each other, blacks on black crime. And he's addressing those issues. Like, you know, black people are killing themselves while they're trying to sell these all celebrity and whatever. So I was like, you know, it's actually a pretty good video. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. <laughs> so it's actually pretty good. Like the lyrics are kind of weak, but what he was doing, showing how black people are idiotic for all of these dumb things. Uh, it's kind of like, wow, Jesse Samella was like, oh, I want to do that. So like, and he did it like months later, he literally copied from, you know, this Danny Glover dude, like the same shooting style in the videos, all kinds of stuff. And I'm thinking, man, what a trip. And, but Jesse Smollett didn't get the accolades or the fan base of Danny Glover. So he made up a fake hate, hate crime? The yeah, that's, that was the motivation behind it. So that goes back to what you were talking about, about being celebrated for stupidity. Yeah, but think about it. Who doesn't fall in that trap? Asians don't. See, because what the psychology people don't get, they don't understand Christianity. And because of that, they're always going to be half right about the things they, they know. But it's, it's, it's a real biblical thing. It's amazing. It's amazing how Asians don't. I mean, how many Asian kids really grow up going, oh, I want to be like a big giant movie star? Not many. A few of them. But yeah, if they want to, they, 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 they don't pursue it for like the give me something I haven't deserved or haven't earned yet. They work their way into it. Well, not just not, not only do they work their way into it, but they're not going to give up everything else in pursuit of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Asian kids don't, you know, like, okay, here's a black kid, a black kid in the hood. I'm not going to learn any math. Why? Because I'm going to be famous rapping or I'm going to be in the NBA or I'm going to play football, you know? And so therefore they're not going to learn anything else. Why? Because they want to be a football player or a basketball player or some famous rapper. So therefore they're not going to learn anything else because they're going to dedicate 100% of their time and effort into that. But then Asian people, even if they have that, like Jeremy Lin, you know, is he ignorant? No, nah, actually, he's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> he he's actually, a Christian too. Yeah. No, but, and he studied. 
And that's the difference because he's well-rounded. Why is he well-rounded? Because he still believes in Jesus. And that teaches you to be well-rounded. Why? Because you love yourself. If you love yourself and you're good at basketball, you still want to exercise your mind and learn a little bit of something. You know what I mean? Like, look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a comedian, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, you know, he didn't start off as that. He was like a martial artist who's good at martial arts. But he still worked his mind. Yeah. And not because he was a Christian or whatever, but, you know. Well, he worked his mind is a bit of a stretch because this guy is destroying his brain cells with the amount of drugs. That he's yeah, I know. No, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's just normal, normal people have it in them. Right. Because that's just part of like, uh, you know, God gave us freedom of, uh, of, of, of will. Mm -hmm. So our free will allows us to be smart because we have a natural curiosity of what's around in the world. But guess what? Black people are so far gone. They lost that curiosity in search of being famous, which is why 74% of them having kids out of wedlock because they have nothing like no clue what it's like or how it is to be human anymore. They have just totally given themselves up to the devil's playground. Seriously. If the devil wants to be happy, he'll go to a black neighborhood. It's like, man, I love this place. <laughs> I love what, I love what's happening here. Probably offending a lot of people that were saying this, but and then the opposite, Asians. Because he's like, man, the devil visits a, 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 an Asian neighborhood. Like, oh, my God, this is going to be hard to infiltrate. Because they still love their family. They still love to learn. They're yeah, not going to be they're... chasing. Well, so I know we have we, we kind of segued off from Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and talked about wealth distribution. But here's another funny thing, too. Not that it's, it's funny, but what was I saying? No, it's funny. <laughs> it really is funny. <laughs> I know I've got a twisted sense of humor, but... Because it's, it's so simple. Like all of this stuff is just based on psychology, the taxation. And that's the thing. The psychology behind everything that we do is insane. And it's done on purpose because we are acting without knowledge. We're doing things because these people are telling us, hey, redistribute the wealth. With no accountability. Think about it. Where is the accountability for this wealth? Nobody questions it. Mm -hmm. Seriously, nobody questions that. But yes, somehow, somewhere, we're going to question God. Think about that. We have made ourselves into our, own, into our own image. We celebrate ourselves without question. We have literally turned ourselves into Germany. Where in Germany, the rights of the individuals come from the government and not from God. It's literally in their constitution. Mm -hmm. The rights of the people come from the government. And somehow, some way, we believe our rights come from the government. That is why Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are successful. Because they have successfully tapped into that fact. It's biblical. This is really biblical. How do I know? Because I'm smart and I used all of my scientific reasoning and logic to figure this out. Yeah. Think about that. In Germany, the rights of the people come from the government. In the United States, the rights of the people come from the nat nature's law, which is God. 
Everybody knows it. It's just how it's done. How now we believe the rights of the people come from the government. It does. That's why this taxation plan is not being challenged by anybody because mm -hmm. nobody understands, you know, the Bible like an evangelical person knows it. Which is why evangelicals get shot down all the time. They, you know, who's the evangelical uh, politician? Can't Nobody. Can't Not one. Why? Because. Yeah. Well, no, because think about it. Because every single politician, whether they're Christian or not Christian, believes that they are the ones that are going to fix these problems. That they are the ones. Look to me to solve your problems. Look to the government to solve your problems, solve your issues. Mm -hmm. That's why the Republicans are using these terms like wealth uh, distribution, income inequality. Come on. Really, there's income inequality, and Republicans gonna say that? Our Christian man's gonna say that? Of course, it's unequal. Minimum wage is not the same as making eighty thousand a year. It's not. How is that equal? Of course, there's gonna be wealth inequality. Embrace it. We are unequal. That is how we were made. We were made unequally. Embrace it. Right. But they don't want to embrace it. Not one politician will say, oh, yeah, income inequality. They fall into the same psychology instead of having faith in what's already been given to them. Seriously, we've been given the keys to unlimited success. Think about it. Mm -hmm. The very first self-made millionaire that was female was the black Christian woman. Millions back then was billions today in a, in a, in inflation uh seriously if if even black women were making this kind of money imagine what we'd make now if we just embraced the fact that we are never going to be equal things will never be the way we want but guess what we have the we have means to change it well i think that that's the problem right is is that I, I have to just tie this back to it's kind of like a, a lesson in, in loving yourself. Like we always talked about Ooh, because exactly because here's the thing. If you loved yourself, it's not about what somebody else has or what somebody else is better than me at. It's what can I build for myself? And dude, if you think about it, even if you work hard and you didn't have any talents whatsoever, say, say, okay, I don't believe that's the case because people just have to find things that they like and focus. But even if you were somebody who's like, man, I got no talent. I got nothing. I got no good genes, nothing. But you worked really hard. Even if you don't become a billionaire, you're going to be pretty damn successful if you stick yeah. to your vows. It's just how it is. It's just how the universe or God rewards your efforts. But too often, people get hung up on what other people have. And when you're too hung up on what other people have, whether it's materialistic or otherwise, it takes away from what you could be creating for yourself. And you ultimately don't love yourself. No, but think about this. What you just said literally describes almost every person who participates in Dave Ramsey's program. Those people don't have any particular talents or skills but they work hard, they save their money, and they become successful. Right. You know, they become millionaires or whatever, and they live good lives, and that's how they should be doing. Right. And that's, but that's the thing. 
maybe 80, 85%. Okay, let me, let me uh, like. No, I, but I, I, know, I know the train you're heading on with this because people who really cared about building something and being successful don't have time to think about what other people can do better than they can or exactly. what somebody else has. Which is why when I was saying like, if you're like, dude, I could sit here and complain about how, or people could complain about how you're not six feet tall and, and better looking. But the goal here is to, who cares? Like still you could make something of yourself. And I think is with, with certain people, especially progressives, it's more of a victim complex of, well, because I'm at a disadvantage, it must mean I won't be successful. It's kind of like, a kid at the playground who just like checks out of a basketball game after the first round, as opposed to practicing to get better. It's basically just that. Yeah. Well, perspective. But, but <laughs> see, now you made me think of something and I'm thinking, crap, I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Here is how it is. 20% of the population are excellent. They got a lot of talent. They could do great things. 20% of the population are, you know, retarded. They're, and they're always going to be retarded. That's just how it works. And then the rest of everybody else, they're very average. And they're nothing special. It's just, it's just a reality. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't want to say like, they're like the Dave Ramsey types of people. Oh, man. I know. Hold on. I'm not saying like those are the Dave Ramsey types, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how it goes. There's a lot of average people. Mm -hmm. And uh, and with that average, with that being with that being average, it, those people are gonna be the people who are the most dangerous. Right. Because they're the ones who I hate to say <laughs> Because I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but because I believe that you're most likely in the top 20%, right? Uh, over, uh, mm -hmm. over, <laughs> over other people. So, but the thing is like this, the masses, that 60% that, you know, you know, that that's above the, the 20 lower percent, those people who are at the higher echelon of, intelligence or talent or whatever yeah. looks because you got to go with looks you got to include looks with that because with good looks comes a lot of charisma right. it's just how it works because you know people don't understand that if you're extremely ugly mm -hmm. you have a lot of charisma but it's not the type of charisma that you're gonna have there's two types of charisma here take this one uh there's two types of charisma there's charisma that the devil has <coughs> which is for evil and then there's charisma that you have, which is for good. And a lot of good looking people have positive charisma to do positive things. And, you know, like Hitler was an ugly dude and, you mm. know, he used that ugliness to become ugly. But a lot of times, like extremely ugly people like Quasimodo. <laughs> from the well, that's a story, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, but could have a good following. Because he was a good dude, even though he was ugly. So, and then like the devil, he's a good looking guy, but his charisma is bad because he's evil and he uses good looks to trick people. So there, you know, charisma is a funny thing, but, but you have to include looks in the top 20%. Mm -hmm. 
because why? Because it's real important when it comes to leadership and charisma, blah, 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 blah. So on that note, we depend on the 60% that's just in the middle, middle management type of people, because if we cannot win their hearts and minds, then, you know, the evil people are going to take it over. And that's what's happening in the United States. I honestly believe that our quote unquote, you know, conservative leaders, they're allowing this to happen because they too want the 60% to go to them for their rights. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not saying, hey, look, I'm going to be here, but you know what? I'm going to be a part-time politician because you guys can handle your own problems. I'm not God. Mm-hmm. I'm just a regular dude. You know, but they don't believe that. They believe because they're in the top 20% that they're better than everybody else, which is in theory statistically true when you measure certain things. But, but, but listen to what happens when people think that they're there and they're not, and it inflates their ego and then they end up doing nothing. <laughs> That's the problem we're dealing with, too. And the, the method of entitlement created by, you know, uh, welfare, like the opposite yeah. of wealth transfer is welfare, too. If it doesn't go into the hands of the government, it manifests as welfare, which creates even more entitlement in people. Well, no, but, but see, but that's the thing. And that's why Andrew Yang is especially dangerous. But see, here's the thing, too, is that people who are talking to me about it, I have to wrap this up soon, but I know, man. And then that's when they were talking about Andrew Yang, it's all about, well, the symptoms, right? Which is jobs being lost to automation, this and that and everything. And I've explained how I felt about UBI. You shouldn't be given unless it's salvation. Right. But you shouldn't really be given what you don't deserve. It just, it, it's just as humans, except for Jesus Christ, there's there's nothing that in this world that you really should be at least when you're older and you're making something of yourself like money especially money something as carnal as money you shouldn't be given that if you didn't work for it i i just fundamentally believe that that is the root of all evil it literally <laughs> no, but it's true no but it's the truth and even when you're working you're not really working for money you're working for services that money can give you because you know we live in a day and age where we don't trade for services anymore so, you know, yeah, uh, but no, but I, but see, but that's the thing. What you said is so spot on, but nobody wants to say that. Who's saying that? Seriously, who is saying that? Nobody. It's Everybody's. Not, yeah. Well, no, but everybody's saying, oh, pay, pay your fair share of taxes. What do you mean pay your fair share? everybody's paying way too much. Even poor people are paying too much in taxes. Everyone is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what's so insane. It's like, are you kidding me? We have turned ourselves into Germany and now nobody's complaining about it because why poor people think, I mean, think if you really think about it, poor people pay more in taxes than what they get in social benefits. (laughs) They, they, They pay more in taxes proportionate to their net worth. So, and that's why when they say this stuff like this and people say, well, poor people are going to be impacted the heaviest, even though it doesn't seem like it. That's true. No, because but think about this. How much money does uh, any poor person in the ghetto pay in there? Because people, what do you mean by this? So look, this is true. 
I don't care what anybody says, but how much money do black people pay in going to jail, going to court? How much money do they pay in fines or paying in bail? <laughs> well, clearly paying so much they can't afford it because that's what winds you up in jail. You sometimes no, end up there because you can't pay. pay. No, what? but they still pay. No, no, seriously, they still pay it, whether it's in parking tickets and fines and all this other stuff. How much do they pay? I guarantee you they pay more in fines and penalties than they get from food stamps and Medi-Cal. And, and that's why it's so stupid. Like, I, like it's insane to for me to ever think that any black guy will ever vote Democrat because, like, dude, you guys do know that these are the people who put the fines on you and, and mm. make it so expensive to go to jail. and Because you go to jail and you still got to pay six grand. You know, and, and how do they come up with it? Well, either they sell drugs or rob somebody, but they're still paying. You know what I mean? And and and, uh, and so, but the point of all of this is, it's insane how not one person, well, except for you, but beyond you, who else would even say something like this? that every single person from the poorest to the richest pay way too much in taxes. Why? Because it's a godless system. We have tricked ourselves into believing that redistribution of wealth is a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's not even real. It's just theft. You want to steal. Although I did hear about that one chick. She says taxation theft, but it's not. It, it, it's I forgot that girl's name, but the blonde chick who's known for shooting people or having a gun. Oh, uh gun girl what's her favorite? yeah she's she's part of alex jones's thing yeah i can't remember her name for yeah yeah but 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 that's the caitlin thing Ren or caitlin something but but the point is she doesn't understand the difference from fair taxation and redistribution of wealth she doesn't understand and that's the point even the most uh quote-unquote woke people on the right they they don't get it because and it's mainly because I don't think they understand the Christianity that you know. You know, and Dave Ramsey will say the last thing I'll say is Dave Ramsey has said on his show we pay way too much himself and everybody. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's not an advocate of that, but yeah, no. I mean, I told <laughs> that's what, what what type of Christianity do you do you know like practice? I'm, I'm I mean, Christianity is Christianity. I think the closest thing aligned to the word is Baptist. I'm I have Baptist tendencies. I'm non-denominational, but I would say Yeah, that's all five thing that's like, dude, you're just a Christian, man. Like you can't put a label on it. You know, yeah, you yeah no, because yeah. Catholics sometimes call themselves Christians and they're not. So well, um, you know. but anyways, I gotta run, man. But do you have any final <laughs> thoughts real quick before we yeah yeah what's your final thoughts no that was it that was well, okay thing. cool all right no, go do your thing man because i gotta go you know do my thing and check all right out. man good talking have a all great right, day everybody right. thanks for listening talk soon bye, bye.